Hey everyone, welcome to the Business Alabama podcast from Business Alabama Magazine. I'm Alec Harvey, Executive Editor of Business Alabama Magazine, and my guest today is Chris Jones, CEO and President of Westwater, the Colorado-based company that just announced it will open Alabama graphite products in Kellyton in Coosa County. The facility will process and eventually mine graphite for use in lithium batteries for everything from cell phones to electric vehicles. Please join us as we talk to Chris Jones on the Business Alabama podcast. So Chris, welcome to the Business Alabama podcast. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here and thanks for taking the time. Can you tell me a little bit about you? I know you're not in Alabama, but you now have strong ties to Alabama. Tell me where you are and what you're doing. Yeah, for my sins, I am, I'm a resident of Colorado, uh, and uh, my wife would tell you that uh, we moved 19 times uh, to get here. I've been in the uh, mining hydrocarbon business uh, for most of my adult life, and after 40 years of bouncing around uh, the United States and, and parts of Canada, found a way to purchase uh, this Alabama Graphite Company a couple of three years ago. I uh, as as you may know, the Westwater Resources is the is the corporate parent of Alabama Graphite Products. But uh, that's a forty year old company. It was in the uranium production and and later reclamation business. This team came uh, came in about eight years ago uh, to uh, change the mission uh, to to get this company back up on its feet, and uh, in doing so. Uh, we did several years of uranium property reclamation in Texas. We weren't able to produce because of low uranium prices. And, and as, as, um, as we looked at the portfolio of properties we had and the, and the future we saw for uranium, uh, we decided to, to look in other areas. And uh, thankfully, uh, we found Alabama Graphite, uh, purchased a company a couple of three, four years ago, and have been working to develop this business to, to what it is now. So it's uh, this team's been together for quite a while, eight years, and uh, we're very excited about the prospect of developing this business in the great state of Alabama. Why Alabama? I mean, I must admit that I didn't know that we were a great source for graphite. Well, you know, the uh, uh, the blessing you know for us is that geology dictates where we go, and uh, Alabama has pretty good graphite resources. Uh, and, and in fact, was mined over the course of of uh, several decades prior to World War II. So it, it's known, and uh, it is is it is extensive. Uh, there are other places in the United States that have some resources, but Alabama appears to be leading uh, these uh, these lower forty eight states for sure. Once the geology tells you where you're going to have a mine, then it's pretty easy to site your processing facility near that, and that's what we've done. I assume that Alabama's auto industry is one of the reasons you're setting up shop here, but I guess you really could have done this anywhere, right? Well, certainly uh, we could have, but uh, a couple of things really drove our decision to build the processing facility in Alabama. One, certainly proximity to the mine. Uh, that that certainly helps, But um, and we'll talk about this a little later, but we're building our processing facility well ahead of any mine development. Uh, so, and yes, we could have put it anywhere, but the state government, the municipalities uh, where we're uh, uh, where we're dealing, uh, the Lake Martin Industrial Development folks, all came together 
along with Coosa County and put themselves in first place for uh, our location through a welcoming atmosphere, all kinds of support uh, for our business, and an economic incentive package that we announced in the latter part of June that really put uh, this Kellyton site where we're going to build in first place. So we're very excited to be there. Yes, the, the automotive industry in Alabama is a big help. As they, they begin to concentrate on electric vehicles, this graphite, uh, this graphite goes in those batteries that power those vehicles. So that, uh, there is a little bit of symbiosis uh, as we go forward. Can you tell me a little bit more about the importance of graphite in this process, how it's used in these batteries? One of our taglines, frankly, is that uh, you might see a Tesla coming down the road at you. I see 800 pounds of batteries, 200 pounds of graphite. That new Ford F-150 has about twice that much graphite in it. Graphite is one of the several essential parts of the lithium-ion battery and uh, is fully 25% of the weight. So whether you're holding a power tool or driving an electric car, you know you need to understand that, that there's a batch of graphite in there. You also need to understand that virtually all of it comes from China. And uh, we by developing this resource and this and this uh, processing facility in Alabama can help battery manufacturers diversify their supply and uh, in doing so make uh, make those electric vehicles made in Alabama just a little bit more American on the way by. And this is going to be the first facility of its type in the United States, correct? It is. It is. Our processing method is different than anybody else's. It is uh, uh, much more kind to the environment, safer for our employees. It does not use hydrofluoric acid. Hydrofluoric acid is an extremely aggressive uh, acid. Not hydrochloric, by the way, but hydrofluoric. It uses fluorine. And uh, it is effective in purifying the graphite and is, and is used throughout China for doing so. We use a caustic bake with a leach uh, and a thermal finish that is easier to manage environmentally, uh, is a little bit more complicated, uh, certainly in the processing end, but you know we have good guys on the ground that can handle that complication. Uh, that process is new enough and innovative enough that we've applied for a U.S. patent. Aside from the way you mine it and, and produce it, is there a reason why this hasn't been done in the U.S. yet? China has a different regulatory regimen than we do here in the United States. They don't tend to be as fussy about the environmental implications of processing and mining graphite as we do here in the United States. You know, Westwater and Alabama Graphite Products, uh, we embrace that ethic. Uh, we want to know that the graphite that is in the, the battery that runs the laptop you may be using right now or the phone in your right hand uh, we want to know that that graphite comes to us produced in a way that is environmentally sensitive and not harmful. We don't know that about other countries and how they do business. One of the reasons that Chinese graphite is so uh, such a big part of the market is that their cost structure can be less because they're not as fussy. Well, we think we can compete on cost. We know we can compete on environmental footprint and health and safety of our employees. And, and we want people to be proud uh, of the graphite uh, that we produce and the graphite that's in their phone or 
or their electric car or even their power tools. Well, you just touched on this for me when you mentioned the phone and the laptop. But, you know, I'm focusing on electric vehicles because of the auto industry here. But we're talking about anything with a lithium battery, correct? Absolutely. Uh, the, uh, the consumer electronics market, which would include laptops and telephones and, and that kind of thing, uh, that's a pretty mature market. It's growing at about 3% a year. And, and we certainly can supply graphite uh, to those uh, to those businesses, the growth market is electric vehicles, and uh, uh, and certainly it makes all kinds of headlines right now, and and people are aware that you know electric vehicles are are becoming really rather mainstream. When you can buy an electric Ford F one fifty, you know that's a mainstream product. That's America's best selling vehicle. So, Chris, what's in it for us? What can Alabama expect from you all being here? But to start with. Uh, we plan on on generating 80 to 100 jobs uh, in Coosa County uh, at our facility. We're going to break ground on that facility, all things equal, uh, before the end of this year. We expect it to be up and, and running at the end of next year. Uh, in between, we're going to uh, spend more than $80 million building that facility. Some of that money certainly will stay in Alabama. Uh, some of it is for parts that are not yet made in Alabama, but uh, but for the labor that is going to go into the construction and to the operations of our facility. That's a lot of that's Alabama homegrown. Can you give me any details of what's to come beyond that? Well, you bet. Once phase one is up and running at the end of 2022, we'll be producing around 7,500 tons a year of, of battery graphite. Phase two uh, will be constructed in another couple of years as, as our market develops. Long about 2027, we're going to begin construction on the mine. We're buying the graphite we are processing in the open market right now. We are engaged with a uh, graphite supplier, a non-Chinese source for this graphite. Now, they, they choose to keep their names confidential, and we respect that. Uh, but it's a cap-and-collar long-term arrangement uh, for us to buy graphite and process it right there in Alabama. Along uh, about 2027, the uh, construction of the mine is expected to begin uh, for operations in 2028. Uh, the reason uh, we chose to build the processing plant first is, is simply that that serves the markets quicker and more effectively and allows us more time to get our material uh, qualified before the mine starts. And we also chose a source of graphite that is uh, similar uh, to what we'll be mining uh, in Coosa County later. But I want to reassure everybody that the mine has not yet been designed. We, we understand the deposit. We are working right now to explore that, de that deposit uh, in greater detail. Uh, so we have a drill up on that property and we're sending uh, core uh, from the drill out for analysis. Once we understand that deposit a little bit better, we can put forward a design for that mine, another year or two, and begin the permitting process for that, which is lengthy. Even in Alabama, uh, we will still touch on some federal agencies uh, as we as we go through the permitting process, we're giving ourselves plenty of time to do that. And during that process, people uh, that are uh, our neighbors, for instance, in Coosa County and, and uh, at the business community at large in the state uh, will certainly be permitted as part of our permitting process to, to comment and to, and to help inform the process for the state and federal agencies as they go through. So we really want people to know 
the, the mine is a is really a future issue for us to go deal with. Right now, we are very focused on building this processing facility, getting it up and running, and providing those benefits to the citizens of Alabama that that we've talked about in the press. You'll have a lot of business in Alabama, but you'll also be working with companies elsewhere, correct? Uh, we're working with North American, Asian, and European companies right now to uh, to test our products and to evaluate them for, for supply. And have you been to Alabama? Or do you plan to spend a lot of time here? Or um, do you have people that are doing that? I just got back from Alabama, and I'm heading back there again next week quite frequently right now as we develop this business. But we are building a team to, that'll be resident in Alabama. Uh, that'll be part of the neighborhood and and part of the development of this this relationship we uh, we have with the, with the county and the municipality and the industrial development boards and the state. So um, you know count on uh, count on us to be resident uh, in Alabama as a company and uh, and certainly uh, we'll make sure people are there that are a good fit for the neighborhood, a good fit for our company, and uh, and can be those kind of community leaders. Uh, and and volunteers that, that we expect out of our folks in, in Denver as well. Chris, you've mentioned this several times, and it seems like assurances for the community are top of mind to y'all right now. We adopt a let's, let's show you who we are, not tell you who we are ethic. But uh, our code of ethics is up on the website, and it's it's been there a long time. First and foremost is, is safety, uh, safety of our, our employees, safety of those people with whom we work safety of the communities where we work, safety of our assets, uh, safety of our reputation, and safety of our environment. All of those things are wrapped up into us being safe. And part and parcel of that is being part of the community where we work. We have, uh, we have relocated two of our folks from Texas to, to Alabama to help us get this business up and off the, off the ground. We expect to, expect to be hiring out of the community and our experience, you know, I, I think I mentioned earlier in our interview that you know, my, my wife and I have moved 19 times. We've been part of a lot of different communities, and uh, we're serious about this. Uh, uh, communities uh, deserve to be taken care of by, by the companies that, that, that come in to develop businesses there at the same time. Communities tend to take care of the businesses that develop as well. So uh, we, we regard that as a, a, a mutual commitment. But let us show you. Uh, what, what we're about. Uh, let us just not talk about that. One of the segments we do on this podcast is called Business Casual, and we've talked about the business end of it and what you all are going to be doing when you come to Alabama. I'd like to ask you just a few questions about what you do in your downtime, podcasts, TV shows, maybe, anything you're reading. Are you a podcast listener? Do you have any favorite podcasts? Um, I do, and uh, I listen to them while I drive, like like many. Um, uh, but mostly, uh, Joanne and I travel often by by car. Uh, here in the American West, it's a little easier to do that sometimes than it is to fly. So I listen to podcasts mostly while she sleeps. Can you give me an idea of what kind of podcasts? Uh, the last uh, the last podcast I was listening to was uh, called Freakonomics. It's a it's an economics. I'm a, I'm a closet economist, I guess, but I went to engineering school. So uh, listening to podcasts like Freakonomics and, and others like that, it kind of helps me understand the way, uh, the way the world works. How do you tend to unwind when you have time to get away from the office? Well, we have two grandchildren. Our entire family lives in the, uh, uh, in the, in the Denver area, 
and uh, both my sons are mining engineers uh, as as well. And uh, in the mining business, it's really difficult for families to be in the same neighborhood. One of our sons was five years in Indonesia. The other son started his career in, in Montana and Wyoming. And very recently, over these last couple of years, both sons have moved to the Denver area. We're all within about 30 minutes of each other. And uh, we are blessed with two grandchildren uh, right now. So, you know, how do we unwind? Uh, we seek out family. In a lot of cases, uh, I have a, a, a car rebuilding habit uh, that I, I can't seem to shake, uh, those kinds of things. But we live a pretty simple life here, really. Uh, what's the best piece of advice you were ever given, either business advice or life advice? Asking when a decision needs to be made or a problem needs to be addressed. It usually takes the pressure off the solution. And uh, uh, I also, I sure wish I could remember who gave that advice to me. So I, w- I want to end this by going back to your job. Can you tell me the best part of your job and the worst part of your job? Two best things. But I really like working with the people where I do work. And this last uh, year has made that especially important. Uh, we've been together a lot of years. And uh, um, over the last year, when it was more difficult for us to be together in person, we really uh, we really found out and, and remembered how important it is to just be with each other during that work week. So, so you know, thankfully, uh, we've been back to work uh, full time in our office uh, since March, and it's it's been a blessing. There are no worse parts, uh, just so you know. Uh, bad things come and go, uh, but the best parts stay. Chris, it's been a pleasure talking with you today. Thank you for joining me. Uh, my pleasure. Always fun to talk about this business as we as we grow it, and I look forward to speaking with you again. My thanks to Chris Jones, CEO and President of Westwater, and to you, the listener, for joining me today on the Business Alabama podcast. Until next time, this is Alec Harvey, Executive Editor of Business Alabama Magazine. Find more from Business Alabama in our monthly magazine, and online at businessalabama.com.